This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. week here on the program. Thanks for being back with us as we swing open the gateway to your weekend. This is hour two. Brock Richardson joining me on the show. Also, Brock, I got to give a big thanks to Grant Hardy for filling in through the week as Ramya has been off uh, with illness. We we hope for her back as soon as possible. And we're glad that you're here with us and riding along and the guys have been a lot of fun. So very much appreciate having uh, having the backup and the fill-ins uh, this week. We've had a good time on the program. A lot more ahead before we finish with hour two. Let's talk sports with the man himself, Brock Richardson, for our weekly sports report. I'm Brock Richardson, and I love sports. As a former pro athlete, I bring you the sports angle beyond the headlines, plus parasport news and analysis. We kick things off always with you, pal, with your leadoff item. What is it today? Yeah, this is a really, really cool leadoff item. It's someone that I know you've had. Well, the connection is that you've had them on your program and I've had them on the program. And that's to tell you that Ben Shulman is going to be the new radio voice for the fan 590. And if you recognize the last name Shulman, that's because his father is Dan Shulman. And I think that Ben is a tremendous talent and well-deserved with this role, but Kelly, honestly, I don't know that anyone will ever be able to hold the candles to the one and only Jerry Howard. And I remember uh, you uh, told me early on in in our relationship, as you're my mentor, who is what is well documented on this program, and you said that Jerry was one of your mentors in some way. And I know that he was part of your first uh, episode. He was the first guest what was that like for you and if you have any comments relating to ben as well thanks for bringing this up brock appreciate you mentioning it because i can always i can never find enough ways to thank jerry howard for making himself available to me um to mentor to just be able to ask questions still do email him hey jerry what do you think um it, it was really wonderful i was saying to brock before the show going to spring training with the toronto blue jays was tremendous um did that one year we had the, the opportunity uh dave brown he had the opportunity of doing it well uh, as well but Getting access and having those conversations with Jerry Howarth, and I think one of the first times I utilized Jerry was to do some voice work for a play that I had written and had him involved. Since then, he had been just so great to mentor, to talk, whether I was at Rogers Center or out there at spring training. Um, definitely knew his baseball, but it's the class Jerry brought to everything, whether it's talking baseball, talking something from the news. Um, speaking of his 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 late broadcast partner Tom Cheek, there are just so many different things that made you love this man. And for 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 me, one of them being our first guest here when we launched the show in October on October thirty first, twenty sixteen. He was there uh, and it made himself available to be our first guest and never misses a beat in conversation. Now Ben Showman, 
I like Ben's work. I like the fact that after they finished, uh, he finished with the uh, World uh, Basketball um, Tournament uh, for the ladies, uh, they make this announcement. I mean, many of us believe Ben was going to be getting this job um, when the other Ben was let go and felt that, hey, this is going to be a good thing and interested to see how how it you know gets navigated. We know the tremendous work that his father does for television, his work in basketball for ESPN, and, and even here uh, covering Canada basketball. So the, certainly the apple does not fall far from the tree. So congratulations to uh, Ben Showman. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just want people to recognize out there that Ben is his own individual. Uh, you're obviously going to compare Ben to Dan. You're going to see some similarities. I heard them when we watched the uh, women's, you know, that tournament that they just had to qualify for the Olympics. You, there are tendencies, but I think the important piece in all this, Kelly, is to recognize he is his own person and should be known that way. And I think his father would, would want that as well. I know sometimes the media and the public doesn't always look at it that way, but I, for one, hope that uh, that this is able to happen. And before well, we move on, for, yeah. for me, that moment uh, when I had the neutral zone was being able to call up Dan Shulman because he wanted to uh, to speak about the neutral zone a little bit. And I even caught myself going, am I speaking to Dan Shulman right now? Like someone that I, you know, <laughs> listen to and watch. And so... I'm right there with you in in regards to Jerry Howard. Then they're just such wonderful people. I think. Well, yeah, and I got to add too. I mean, uh, Dan Showman even at one time when we had volunteers did did a short turn volunteering for AMI uh, years ago, and it was just those wonderful gifts of generosity that I think you see through through the family. But we will also see this, Brock. There's other father and sons out there uh, have done this. The Bucks, I'm I'm thinking of right off the bat, and and others that are doing you know baseball or football that sons have learned so much from from the dads. Okay, sir, let's roll into some history being made in baseball by the Oakland Athletics involving them. Tell us more. Yes, so we learned uh, this week that uh, Jenny Carboner would be the first lead woman uh, broadcaster for the play-by-play. She's going to be taking over the Oakland Athletics and doing that. So that's great news to hear. Yeah, that is really tremendous. Brock, we're loving these moves, aren't we, when we see this in basketball uh, whether it's officials, whether it's coaching. Um, I mean, we know how much the women's sport of basketball is really picking up, but we're also seeing the credibility and respect given to so many other places. People are saying, we want the best person in the job. It's no longer, we need the best guy doing this. Mm-mm. And that's the impact here that you see is that you want to, you know, believe that Jenny is going to do a great job. You know, I think of, Erin Andrews, sideline reporter for the NFL. To me, she was the pioneer of the beginning of this, at least for me personally. And I and I think, you know, uh, to double down on this, the Oakland Athletics also have a female public address announcer. So yep. they're they're also saying, look, we're gonna we're gonna continue with the female push, and we're gonna we're gonna put somebody in in the booth, and they're really believing in the talent that exists and it's not just a oh this is a woman so this is what we should do it's a we believe in your talent and we're going to show it to you so I think putting aside all the things that happened with the Oakland Athletics and moving and 
all those things. I think this is a tremendous, tremendous move from the orga- organization. Okay. Any other impact on this for you, or should we move on? Uh, no, I think I covered everything I wanted to there. So let's talk hockey. Edmonton Oilers are really playing well lately. I mean, what a heartbreaker when they, they couldn't get that one win they needed to to break records. Yeah, I mean, I was really rooting for it, and it was really sad to sort of see. I mean, I stayed up late when they were playing the Golden Knights and wanted to mm-hmm. see it happen. But I almost started to see, Kelly, that, like, they were gripping their sticks a little bit. People were talking all through the streak about, oh, it's not bothering us. We're just playing our game. I really felt like in the third period of that hockey game, I really felt like, okay, I actually think this is grabbing you guys a little bit because athletes are human beings and Mm -hmm. they're going to show that. And I think we did as for the success of the, uh, the, the Edmonton Oilers, first and foremost, the health of, Connor McDavid begins and ends there. If you have yes. Connor McDavid, one of the best players in the world, if not the best player in the world currently, that makes a big difference. And then when the guy goes out to a game this week and pots six assists, I mean, that's a huge thing. If you can get a puck delivered right on your tape, right on your stick and say, here it is, deliver it, that makes a real big difference. So to me, mm-hmm. it starts and ends with Connor McDavid's health. And also goaltending. Do you have the goaltending to back it so that you can stop the puck from going in your net? Those are the two big things that I think attributes to uh, to Edmonton's success because they started off horribly at 2-10 and 10, uh, to begin the season. And nobody, myself included, really thought they were going to dig themselves out of it. So, Connor McDavid, would, would you suggest that he is the most consistent player? In the NHL, uh, when it comes to what he does, what's expected of him, does he usually arise or, or do you see him fall back? I know this is one of the knocks on, and we'll get to other teams in Canada in just a second, uh, other teams where you just, yeah, some nights they turn it on, some nights they should just just kind of skate through. Yeah, no, it's it's so true, and it's, it's just the way it is. I have a friend who has a close connection with uh, the management of the Edmonton Oilers, and I've been told many times that you know he eats sleeps and breathes hockey that guy really does exist in the game of hockey and i think that's part of it i think sometimes you see athletes try to separate themselves while being in the sport as well and i think Connor mcdavid is the epitome of like i'm leading by example both in my words and he's not that talkative of a guy so he's gonna lead by action versus words uh, is there a Canadian team that you have concerns about in the NHL? Yeah, I do. And it's the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't I don't think they're guaranteed a playoff position. I mean, for me to say that, you look at this and you say, well, nobody's guaranteed. But I think the media is sitting here saying, oh, yeah, the Leafs will get in. You know, they'll get a wild card position at least. But then where does that leave you? They have so much trouble with, with um, you know, the way that things are going and people getting suspended, Morgan Riley doing silly things. And it's just really, really troubling to see what's happening with the Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs. And yeah, they got a good win last night against the Philadelphia Flyers. They've won their first two games of the homestand, but I just see so many things where I see too many guys playing for themselves rather than for the team themselves, for the team. 
And I think that's a real, real problem. And yeah, we're just here. And again, I want to elaborate just quickly on Morgan Riley and the fact that he mm, took please, a really yes. dumb, dumb situation where he, he hit an Ottawa Senators player and uh, got, got suspended and five games. That's a really dumb decision to make when you're in the stretch of the playoffs here, when you need your team. And then it, people got sick, Kelly, and you can't control when people get sick, but you can control your actions when the game is out of reach. And I think Morgan Riley just went way too far over the line. Okay. I know there was a lot of discussion appealing, which you got to do that when it comes to whatever you're given when it comes to the punishment and the least we're looking into that and doing what they can. But yeah, you, you got to be, you, you got to remember what you're doing at all times, especially something the, moving as fast. It, it's a sport too easy to injure someone critically. The most so. that's going to happen is they're going to get rid of one game on his suspension and he can't even go back and play because he's appealing. It's just not that easy to do that. So you bet. Okay. Brock Richardson hits us with the latest in sports. We talk on Fridays to begin our second hour of the program up next, ladies and gentlemen, let's move into the chatty bookshelf. Today, Ryan Huey is going to be joined by producer and the host of Uncharted podcast, Alan Cross. He's with us next here on Kelly and Rumya. Don't go away. There's more great conversation with Kelly and Ramya right around the corner. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.